the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, it's the Rob Black Podcast. You can hear Rob live every weekday morning from 10 to noon on 910 AM and talk910.com. Does money buy happiness? Well, do big houses, nice cars, and hot women make you happy? Then, yes, money definitely buys happiness. The Rob Black Show on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial and basically anything is fair game. We could talk about the big California deficit and what it means. What it means to a lot of people is quality of life is going to get a little bit worse. Quality of life goes up when our government spends money and lavishes us. We go, hail the king, hail the king. You're spending money and giving us programs like swimming pools and programs like welfare. Hey, I lost my job and you're giving me money. Whoa, what a great world we live in, right? So we can talk about anything you want to talk about, anything. So don't be shy. For instance, um, Wall Street Journal had an article today that, that caught my eyeball. And it talked about going to college for three years instead of four years and going to summer school and how much money you could save by doing it in three versus four years. And that's a great idea. It's a great idea. Sometimes we want to think outside the box. I loved my four-year college because you really got to learn how to be an adult. I loved it. It was an odd process, to, to say the least. I don't think it really helped with my career much, but it taught you how to be an adult, and it taught you like how to get up early and how to turn in reports. You know, Your boss says, I need a report on my desk by three. You, you darn well better get it to him. So, um, but college, getting it done in three years, genius outside the box thinking. Love it, because I know a lot of parents are stressed with the cost of, of college. I know a lot of parents who love their kids, love their kids. But sometimes they do something wrong. Let me give you an example. Sometimes people don't save money for themselves. They save money for their kids. Sometimes people don't save money for their own nest egg to live from age 60 to 100. And instead they fund their kid's college fund. Kid goes to college all preppy. He learns how to talk with his lower jaw out. He's all preppy. Um, And parents have nothing. And they live in the, the ghetto in retirement. So it's horrific. It is horrific what I see uh, mistakes happening. And I think our government's going to promise us less in the future or they're going to deliver us less in the future. So don't save for your kid's college before you save for your own retirement. Sorry, it's the wrong thing to do. Now, when your kid goes to college, if you, if you need to take out a mortgage or if you need to, to help you know, with a loan or if you need to sign something, help them. But do not save before for your kid before you save for yourself. You've got to have a nest egg to last you from age 60 to 100. So going to college for three years makes tons of sense to me. I've got a friend who went to a community college and uh, Northern Virginia Community College. Uh, what do they call them out here? Junior colleges? Junior colleges? A um, little bit similar but slightly different concept on the East Coast. But um, he went to community college for two years and then he transferred to Harvard and went to Harvard for two years and he has a degree from Harvard. How many people do you think he tells 
that he has a degree from Harvard versus his community college two-year you know, work. He never brings that up. He doesn't have to. He tells everyone he's Harvard graduate. So you know how much money he saved by doing that? Hundreds of thousands of dollars. So and I think that's the right thing to do. So I promised I'd give you a stock this segment. Something to chew on and think about. And today I'm going to give you a lot of stocks that are just incredibly simple. For instance, the one that I want to talk about is Pepsi. They got an upgrade today from Goldman Sachs. Now, something about Goldman Sachs is they've got a research department, right? You know that. And uh, so they get an upgrade in the research department today. Now, why do you care about Goldman Sachs' upgrade? Well, here's why you should care is they've got an army of brokers, a whole slew of brokers, people who basically are they'll wear a nice suit and they'll have their monogram shirts and They'll have their Italian shoes and, you know, they'll go, hey, I'm so much smarter than you. I'm a stockbroker. I'm a and, and they're all they all call themselves vice presidents. <laughs> I love that title. It's the most douchey title in the world. And it means absolutely nothing. When I see someone, refer, you know, give me a business card that says vice president Goldman Sachs. I'm like, did you get elected to that position? Does that position have any power? No, it just means you work there. So don't fall for the phony business cards. But anyway, Goldman Sachs upgrades Pepsi. And the reason you care about Goldman Sachs upgrading Pepsi is because they've got hundreds and hundreds of brokers that are just rock stupid. Just rock stupid. They know how to look good. They got the, the either the fake boobs or the six-pack abs. They go to the gym every day. Um, they know how to look good and, and make you feel good. That's their job. They're salespeople. So they're just dumb as rocks. So the investment side of Goldman Sachs releases a research report, and all the yeah, the broker side of the business, they all read the research report, and they go, ah, Pepsi, added to our conviction buy. It says that uh, they expect the company to report a high teens percentage growth in earnings per share in the second half of the year. Company's position to deliver best-in-class compound annual growth and earnings over the next few years. Goldman says that it sees continued signs that the beverage demand is firming up and improving investor sentiment towards the broad uh, beverage sector. Um, it's just, you know, we need beverages, right? So there's a couple phrases in there that I love, like best-in-class. Uh, high teens percentage growth. So, okay, go back to the broker real quick. Dumb as rocks, right? Fake boobs. She's going to give you a phone call today and say, yeah, my research department says, and best of class, high teens percentage growth. And, you know, do you see our economy growing in the high teens? Do you see other stocks growing in the high teens earnings growth? Like it, there's some buzzwords in there that make it incredibly easy to sell to you. Now, I like Pepsi. Um, never really liked Coke as an investment I've missed it sometimes. Sometimes it's done incredibly well. Just don't like their product. Um, I, I, it's odd that I say that. Uh, and with that said, I, I just think that Pepsi's got better product. And it comes down to what are your tastes? What do you like and what do you not like in the world? Um, I feel Pepsi's a little bit more diversified because they got Doritos. I feel that they've got a, a, a little bit more going on for them, so to speak. Um, so... I'm pretty cool with Pepsi, all things uh, considered out there. So anyway, where am I going with this? Where am I going with this? Um, Pepsi's got Gatorade and Pepsi's got Pepsi and Pepsi's got water and Pepsi's got orange juice. Um, So I feel really comfortable with you buying shares of Pepsi. So for the long term, I think it's a great idea. For the short term, I don't really know. But I will tell you that if you go into a grocery store and, and figure out how much of that grocery store belongs to Pepsi, you would be stunned. And if you take a look at a chart of PepsiCo, and by the way, PepsiCo is run by uh, Indra Nuri, uh, just this fantastic female executive, fantastic female executive. 
1980 to 85, the stock went up from 85 to 90. It went up from 95, 90 to 95, went up from 95 to 2000, went up from 2000 to 2005, went up from 2005 to 2010, it's gone up. So if you go back to 1980, and let's not go there, shall we? Let's leave Ron Reagan uh, in his crypt. Uh, let's not go all the way back there. But if you do go back to 1980, what is that, 30 years? It's 30 years. Every five-year period, it's gone higher. Along the way, it pays a little bit of a teeny tiny dividend, 2.7%. You're not going to get rich on that. You don't have to. Um, it's a smart stock to accumulate. Now, again, are you going to hit a home run? No chance, no way, no how. It's not going to happen. But I like this because this gives you the ability to this weekend say, I'm going to go to the beach and I'm going to go surf. And you don't really have to do a lot of research on your Pepsi. You know, you, kind of know it you could take a look at it every quarter in fact you could take a look at it and read the annual report now if, if pepsi we we find out that they start putting mice in their pepsis and people are opening a, a nice cold refresh refreshing uh, beverage and ah there's a mouse in it or if pepsi we find out um causes cancer or if pepsi like then yeah the stock could dip but i would typically say that's going to be a buying opportunity more so than a selling opportunity so there's your stupid stock of the day pretty easy right Let's talk a, a different twist of day. And man, these solar lines are, are, are dead. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. And for those of you out of state, you can actually call the show 415-322-9101. 415-322-9101. So the segment I talked about going to college in three years instead of four years. We're going to community college for a couple of years and transferring to a more expensive school. Um, this segment I've talked about Pepsi as an obvious investment. One more that I want to think I want to talk about is there's a story out today about pathway genomics and it's an FDA is investigating this company. Uh, ultimately what's happening is genetic testing. You can now go to CVS or Walmart or Walgreens and you can get a genetic testing kit. Now there, there already are genetic testing kits. Like there's baby daddy testing kits and things like that. You can test your kids to find out if they're doing drugs. They, they sell tests in, in drugstores all the time, but this is a genetic one. And Drug stores are, are, are stocking up. It's an over-the-counter test. It's been available through the internet so far. Um, scientists are a little bit weirded out by this, and bioethicists are a little bit weirded out because you might learn stuff that freaks you out. Um, and they don't. They want you to learn something that freaks you out in the comfort of a doctor, not in the comfort of you know a pathway test kit. It's sold under the brand name Insight. It will tell you your chance of Alzheimer's, or it will tell you your chance of breast cancer. The test uh, also claims to have the likelihood, uh, it, it'll tell you the likelihood of you're going to pass on health problems to children, and it's going to examine individuals uh, and how they may have certain drugs in their system and or not. So thus the controversy here is that, is this meaningful information or not? And is it information where you should really get more information so that you don't misunderstand or misinterpret the results? Um, are you freaked out by a DNA kit? That tells you you're going to die of cancer. So I love it. So um, there's tests out there for diabetes. There's hypertension, heart attack. I think for the uneducated consumer, this is scary. But for the educated consumer, I think it's a neat idea. What you're going to do is you're spend 20 to 30 bucks for a kit. And the kit's just going to have a vial and a shipping envelope. And you're going to put some saliva in the vial. And you're going to send it off. And then you're going to have to go online and open up an online account. And those online accounts could cost anywhere from $79 to $179. So this kit's not cheap. I mean, ultimate cost is going to be about $200 to $250. And they'll print the, the results online. So um, there's 70 genetic markers right now for 70-plus diseases. And 
it's interesting. I like the idea. It's very 21st century. Um, if I've got a predisposition to, you know, lung cancer, I want to know. If I've got a predisposition to diabetes, I want to know. I would like that. I think it's a good idea. It's controversial, though, and I think you can see the controversy of it. If you get your calls on the air, it's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Coming up now, the business of sports. Coming up a little later, more Stock Talk. Yes, it's the relentless pursuit of financial perfection. Get in on it. Keep listening to The Rob Black Show on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. Hi, everybody. It's me, Rob Black. Welcome back in to the Rob Black Show. I don't really talk like this, but for some reason, I'm enjoying it. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's the Rob Black Show. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Um, I think it, it goes without saying that I love my producer. Heidi rocks my world. She does a great job, and she keeps me honest and keeps me centered. Yesterday, I was having kind of a down day. I, the content wasn't really flowing ever so appreciatively from my lips. Uh, it just wasn't there. I Maybe I was drunk. Maybe I was tired. Maybe I was drunk and tired. I don't know. But she found something for me that – it was a story. And uh, again, it, it this is an investment lesson, so stay with me. Now, this is a stock I do not want you to buy. I do not want you to buy, but I'm going to talk about it. It's a company called Playboy. Well, let's talk about why I don't want you to buy it. The internet. There. There you go. There's too much porn on the internet, and it's too readily and easily available. And, well, it's not the 1950s. In the 1950s, I wanted you to buy it because there was a a, a demand for it. There was nowhere else to get it. But now there is plenty of places to get it. And by it, I mean nude women. So Playboy readers get a 3D centerfold in the month of June. It's pretty interesting Bam, it just starts like that. So the magazine's June edition hits newsstands Friday, equipped with 3D glasses. Now the toy that, you know, kids uh, are talking about, you know, you're you're not going to wear your 3D glasses for Avatar. You're going to wear your 3D glasses to look at a nude woman. I would probably say this is the greatest invention of all time. But I would be lying. So, but think about grown men right now sitting in their recliners, 3D glasses on, reading a Playboy. A couple months ago, um, Playboy was so desperate, they they published a nude Marge Simpson. Marge Simpson, the blue-haired animated mother of Bart Simpson. Again, why did they do that? Why 3D? Well, Heidi says, I'm totally buying this for my husband. And Heidi's on the younger side, and you know they'll probably get a good little kick out of it. Yuck, 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 yuck. Right? Um, it's a, it's a novelty, you know, a nude Marge Simpson, a comic book character who does not really exist, not the voice of the freak who plays her, um, or who voices her, not even plays her, but just a cartoon. Uh, people want things that that have odd meaning. People want to be motivated in odd ways. Um, hmm. I don't know. I, that, that's about all I can throw out at you is that this is just odd. 3D is all the rage. The kids love it. They're talking about it. So where do I go with this? 
I guess, product. When you invest in a company like Pepsi, they have product. When you invest in a company like Intel, they've got product. When you invest in a company like Playboy, they've got product. So Playboy Enterprises is the name of the company, and you know they keep printing articles. They do. Um, someone's reading them, but not as many people as you would imagine. So at one point in time, they had a circulation of about 2 million last year, and that's basically been cut in half um, in just a year. So they're down to about a million and a half, uh, 3 million a couple years ago. Um, so you can see that it continued to, it's just, it's spiraling down. It's, it's not a good thing. They're spiraling down as far as number of people who are reading their magazines. And again, it's just not what it used to be. At one point in time, they had Playboy Entertainment Clubs. Uh, with, you know, women dressed as bunnies and, they, you know, so they had a, a club uh, it's tied towards their business. Now, ultimately, what they do is they've got some, you know, cable channels, some satellite channels um, under the name Playboy and under the name Spice. So they conduct licensing activities with their rabbit head. Um, that's that's really what they got at this point in time. You know, if you go to third world countries, if you go to Europe, <laughs> not all countries in Europe are third world, but you'll find like Guys, and I know you're saying, please don't tell me this. Really macho guys still have little Playboy keychains and, and Playboy bumper stickers. And I don't quite get the, the knack for saying, hey, I like porn um, and, and emblazing it on your, your keychain or what have you. But that, that licensing, it means something. Because like in Vegas, uh, if you're 20 years old and you got some money to throw, some disposable money, there's a Playboy club in Vegas. Uh, there's a, a Playboy slot machines where, you know, I guess if you're playing a Playboy slot machine, you're basically saying, I'm a weird dude. Ladies, come over and talk to me. Um, I'll have sex with you. But, um, yeah, I guess it has a cachet of some sort. Heidi's put on her, her earphones for some reason. Let's see what she her dulcet tones gives us today. So my question for you is, yeah. one, are you going to get the Playboy that's coming out on Friday? The yeah. new one? No. No, there's really? No, yeah, there's no chance. Oh, come on. It's going to be a collector's item. It's going to be a collector's item, and it's just retarded. Okay. So and then, are you really going to get it for your husband? Oh, sure. It'll be fun. Okay. It's a, f- a fun waste of five bucks. Yeah. Okay. Just a, Basically, you're taking $5 and throwing it away. That's right. Just to entertain my husband for a second. Okay. Yeah. Will, it, will it lead to romance in the bedroom? Some sexy time, as Some you like to time, say. busy as, time. As you like to say. Um, perhaps. Oh, good for you. Who knows? Good for you. Who knows what it might spark? Porn has become very norm in the, in the last five years. I'm not anti- Okay. Um, and my question, my next question to you is, what is the most lucrative part of their business? Is it the licensing? Yeah, it'd be the licensing at this point, as far as lucrative goes. Um, yeah, advertising for magazines down for all magazines, Time Magazine, Playboy Magazine. But yeah, it's the it's the the, the rabbit head because anything basically that's just an image that has been on a disc for many 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 years, and it, it, they don't actually have to make the slot machine. Uh, so they just put the image of the bunny on the slot machine or the image of women on the slot machine. It's like a lot like Trump. A lot of people don't know this, but Trump doesn't actually build buildings. He lets other people build buildings, and then he puts his name on it. The Trump Tower wasn't built by him. Um, it's just someone else built it, and he put his name on it, and sure enough, celebrities come and live there. So um, licensing your name, if you could pull it off, it's a good business model. It's like in the world of technology, software has better margins than hardware. So Companies like Microsoft, they come up with a program and they, they just duplicate it and replicate it and, and copy it onto other disks and send it around the world. Intel, every time they make a semiconductor, they got to make a semiconductor. They got to cut the silicon, they got to lay the die, they got to cut the cast, they got to you know put it in the semiconductor oven and bake it. 
um, market it, send it to stores, uh, mark down the price after three months because there's something smarter and faster and cheaper already out there. So, um, yeah, understanding the product and how expensive and or not expensive it is is uh, pretty important. For instance, like uh, a lot of people don't know this, but water is more expensive than oil. When you buy it, you know, you buy a, a, a 20-ounce water, it's more expensive than oil. It's pretty crazy. Um, and some of those water companies just get it from the, the source. And the source would be the tap. And then they filter it a little bit, but it's just tap water. So, and you know how cheap your tap water bill is. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Something cool talking porn with a woman on air. Do I not have the greatest job on the planet? Coming up, let's talk, let's talk wholesome. Let's talk Disney. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. like finding a 20 in your inside coat pocket. All right, well, actually, it's more like finding a 10 in your inside coat pocket, but it still feels pretty good. It's the Rob Black Show on 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Hey, everybody, it's me, Rob Black. Um, What can I tell you? What can I tell you? I just got my app approved at Apple, which is kind of cool. I got my first Rob Black app. I'm going to come up with a second app later in the year this one's just kind of test the waters with it kind of figure it out make sure it works and uh, make sure i feel comfortable with it um but what's kind of cool is um what i want you to know that's what's not what's kind of cool what i want you to do if you buy the app and by all means do that's will make my head get even bigger and my ego get even bigger it's the rob black in your money you have to have an apple ipod iTouch, something along those lines um, won't work on other phones, but something I like about it is um, you'll get bonus content. You'll get to email the show with questions. You'll be able to follow me on Twitter, streaming access to play episode from anywhere, download the episodes and play them when offline, playback, resume favorites, uh, things along those lines. But it's kind of um, uh, what I want you to do. Here's what I want you to do. And I'm, I'm, I'm losing myself right now because I'm, I'm so excited. I have a $2.99 app like I've hit the big time. Yeah, that's right. You can buy me at the i at the iPhone world. Uh, next year, I'm probably going to introduce a video version of it when I leave TV. Um, if I leave TV in a year and or less, I'm, once I leave TV, I'm going to do video. I promise you on the iPhone and other um, applications as well. What I want you to do is I want you to go to Apple, and whether you buy it or not, when you review it, I want you to like give me five stars. Like make me sound like I'm the next best thing since sliced bread that I'm the inventor of the light bulb, that I'm the coolest guy on the planet, that my sexual prowess is high, and um, just review me positively. That's all that I ask. So um, that will make me, even my ego, even get even even bigger. So anyway, um, the Rob Black app available at iTunes now. $2.99. I'm not crazy about the price. I hate the idea. Um, But with that said, it's how you have to do business if you do business with Apple. Anyway, let's move forward, shall we? 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Um, and I don't even have the Rob Black app, just to let you know. I will buy my own app later because I'm that kind of vain. Um, just throwing that out there. Uh-oh, Heidi's putting on the headphones. Heidi wants to say something yet again. I just want to say really quick, it just came out like two seconds ago. So none of nobody has it. 
Well, so the, our our listeners can be the first. It's kind of weird because at MacWorld they have a they already have it up at MacWorld, which I don't know what that means. But yes, I googled myself. Yes, I'm that kind of vain. Have you ever googled yourself? It, it, it's really kind of insightful what you learn about yourself and what you see other people see about you. So anyway, let's talk wholesome. Um, Disney, 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 Disney. Um, they got a review this morning. Wall Street took a look at them, and ultimately, what happened is uh, they reported numbers and they reported earnings of forty-eight cents a share, matched their projection. It had been three cents ahead of expectations. Um, where do we go with this? Uh, notable bump higher in affiliate fee growth at ESPN. Uh, healthy royalty activity for the Marvel properties. Uh, flush results at the studio due primarily to the theatrical success of Alice in Wonderland. Um, I like Disney as a long-term company. I, it's not on my favorite list as like you have to buy it. A little later in the show, I'm going to give you some ideas on companies you have to buy. If you want a good, safe company for me, there's something wrong about the media world that I just don't really like investing in these guys. Uh, do I expect them to be in business in 10 years? Yes. Do I, I, am I a positive they're going to be in business in hundred years? Probably. And it's the house that Mickey Mouse built, you know, the magic kingdom. And they've got so many parts that I just don't really like, uh, but I would like to. And sometimes you hear about like movies, 150 million and, they make it the theater and they somehow don't make money. So there's something just odd that I've never really liked about investing in media companies. Uh, but when you think of Disney, you may think of it's a world of laughter, a world of you may think of that, right? You may think Disneyland or Disney World, but you really got to think a little bit bigger than that. Um, they're ABC Family, they're Disney Channel, they're ESPN, which they own about 80% of it, they're Walt Disney Studios, they're Marvel. So um, not this Iron Man 2 because I was under a previous deal, but think of like Iron Man. And that's Disney. And what's what's interesting about that is since they bought Marvel, you can now go to Disneyland and you may see Spider-Man and um, Iron Man running around. And that's very boyish, right? So um, they've gear, key, keyed in on the boys pretty well. They've got Pixar. They've got Touchstone. They've got Walt Disney Pictures. They produce films. They produce TV shows. They populate ABC with their own content. Um, they're going to be in business a long time. I got no problem with the company. And again, I just want to keep teaching you about product because once you realize product, you'll, you'll, you'll go with it. Let's go to Craig and Danville. Is it Craig or Greg? Greg and Danville. I'm not hearing anyone on my line. There we go. Hi. Are you Greg? Are you, are you Greg or Craig? Craig. Craig. Does anyone ever call you Craigers? A lot of people call me Greg. I just say, I just answer whatever, you know, I don't want to <laughs> keep correcting everybody. That's funny. That's cute. What's up? Uh, I have a couple of stock questions, uh, like FAS, the financial, um, uh, long-term. Um, what's your take on that? Um, I'm not, I don't really like leveraged positions. Um, they tend not to be as efficient as you would imagine them to be. Um, in this company, and, and thanks for the call, it's um, it's three times, it's called the financial bull, and you could probably get it as a negative, so it would be the financial bear. Now, this fund directs investments uh, for fees and expenses, 300% of the price performance of the Russell 1000 financial services. So 80% of their assets are in securities that comprise the index. Um, massive turnover, which is expensive to you, 
And if you take a look at the performance, it really hasn't done what it says it's going to do. Now, if you think financials are going to go higher, you would want this. I think it's a better short-term opportunity than long-term opportunity. So it owns uh, J.P. Morgan. It owns Citigroup. It owns Goldman Sachs. It owns U.S. Bank Corp. I don't think you need leverage to do well as an investor. And um, so ultimately, I'm not with it. I don't I don't much care for it. I think it's too risky. And again, if you take a look at the, the performance, it, it really hasn't been doing three times the financials that it's supposed to. It's inefficient due to the fact that it's using leverage. If the leverage wasn't there, it's a great concept. Um, and again, I, I'm bullish on financials for the next five years. Uh, I feel very comfortable with financials. Um, especially some of the names that we talked about in there, you know, Citigroup, uh, JP Morgan's got a little bit of problems, right? Morgan Stanley's got some problems right now. Wells Fargo, Citigroup, Goldman Sachs, U.S. Bank Corp. Those are pretty good names. Let's go to another call. Let's go to Carl in Petaluma. Hey, Carl. I'm doing well. How are you doing, guy? I'm doing well. Excellent. Uh, I'm a geezer. Uh, my is younger than I am, but she's also retired. She's got her pension through Calsters and mine through CalPERS. And the the scenarios we've been seeing lately are, are doing nothing for our comfort level so far as uh, looking at the long-term viability of either system and trying to, trying to determine whether or not this is a realistic take on the situation or whether it's just uh, geezer fever. And in your mind, if there is some concern that there could be a ding on uh, current retirees' uh, income through those systems, whether I should get out of my equities and hedge that situation with uh, bonds or... Anyway, I'm kind of floundering out here and looking for some help. You're basically worried that CalPERS has promised your wife a uh, public pension, and you think it might get watered down in the coming years? Yeah, both of us are uh, public employee okay. retirees. I would expect that uh, some of the benefits change. Um, it's a, it's a fund that isn't funded as properly as it should be. Um, I think some of the cuts might be on the medical side of promises given to retirees versus the financial side. I don't think you may get the cost of living adjustments that you've gotten in the past, but I don't think you're going to see the pension. As you said, you're a geezer. I don't think you're going to see the pension fail in your lifetime. I think they will start taking it away from younger people, um, or they'll make them work longer. Um, or they'll change the system aggressively for younger people and force them to do their own savings versus a promised pension. So I, I wouldn't panic if I were you. Um, okay. You know, again, will it get a little bit watered down? Yeah. So make sure you have a little bit of a cushion in there for higher health care costs or something. Um, but I don't think it, it, it gets destroyed in your lifetime. Maybe it gets taken away from your kids in their lifetime as far as, you know, available pensions tied towards California public employees, retirement systems. So thanks for the call. It's good. Kenneth in Oakland. Kenneth? Yeah, good morning, Rob. Hey, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Good. Hey, I just uh, I had a question regarding this whole Greece thing as far as their first uh, draw here from the IMF. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a loan. And granted, to me, the uh, the thing is the definition of a loan is, you know, it's got to be paid back at some juncture. How does how do they get out of the situation, or what what, what are they going to do to go ahead and repay that seven billion dollars? Um, ultimately, what you're seeing, uh, doing massive cuts in what they've promised people with pensions. They're doing massive cuts and raising taxes on uh, the poor as much as they are on the wealthy. So, in theory, that's what they're doing. Really, deficit cutting. Deficit cutting spending, and that's why I opened the show talking a little bit about California being the next Greece. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, we're I heading that way. 
I could definitely see that. And what about the surrounding countries? I mean, are we seeing that we're going to see that in uh, the countries that are surrounding them next? What being? Uh... I think most financial experts that I talk to um, across the, the the gate here, most financial experts expect the euro to continue to get weaker. Yeah. So. Yeah. I guess a good time to uh, maybe buy some uh, euros, huh? Uh, maybe a good time to vacation in Greece. Yeah. So uh, yeah. they want your business, and they'll, they'll make you very happy. They'll make you happy long time. So thanks for the call. Thanks, 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Email me, Rob, R-O-B, at robblack.com, R-O-B at robblack.com. The Twitter page is, or the Twitter thing is Rob Black Show, uh, Rob Black Show. And what else do I have for you? Oh, a Facebook group. Facebook group is I Hate Rob Black. I Hate Rob Black. And I'll, I'll go take a look at that right now during the break and see if there's any useful content at the I Hate Rob Black Facebook page. You're listening to 9, 10 a.m. Coming up, headline news and more stimulating talk. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.